It is currently 5.05 p.m. on Tuesday afternoon. I hope your Memorial Day was going great. That was Ain't No Rest for the Wicked, originally done by KG Elephant, who in the last few years... Actually, the last album was pretty good, but pretty much everything between 2011 and 2018 was garbage. Moving on, that was done by Scott Bradley's Postmodern Juice Box. Now, today I got a couple things I want to talk about, but mainly I want to do some audio reading. 
because I got right here George Washington's book, Rules of Chivalry and Decent Behavior in Company and Conversation. Something I think may have been lost in this day and age. Something I think many of us could use a reminder of once in a while that we're all assholes. But we should at least learn how to play by the rules. But Project Veritas has done a little upload, and I would like to play that, because looking at Veritas' record, they like to get their shit deleted. So I'd like to keep at least an audio form of whatever they got going on. I just need to get that up. Running and loading. Oh, it's not the video. Of oh, no! Let me get the stream on my big monitor here, and I'll read out loud since it's one of those videos. Here we go. Oh, come on, let me pause. Let me pause, fuck. On August 21st, a Project Veritas reporter got his New Hampshire man... Got uh, this New Hampshire man admitting... But I got in trouble because I voted twice. And the cops found out because I went to get the voter ID, right? He said it's not a big priority, but, you know... Uh, or it could be freaking shoved under a bunch of papers and forgot about... Who said that? The cop. Yesterday, James O'Keefe of Project Veritas brought this evidence to the New Hampshire Attorney General's office, who had been giving, who'd been given the Marzello case file of last December. We see him now showing the uh, the attorney. Now, this is, this is a, a man named Vincent Marcello who confesses to voting twice on the camera. Is that yesterday, James? Is that? No, this was recorded August 21st. I have files showing Ashley, Helen Ashley, who lives at 101 Maple Street, and one Vincent Marcello, who lives at 101 Maple Street. This person voted twice in the, uh, in the I believe, the 2016 election and indeed has been appointed an election inspector in the town of Lebanon. My question for you is, um, why, did, why have you not prosecuted this person? So that matter is in our office. Nick is the elections attorney. He has been reviewing the matter. The case was hand-delivered in December of To the attorney general's office one year ago. Is that inaccurate? The file, I, I think that we would probably say it might have been at the beginning of the year, but yes, the okay. file is here. The file has been um, under review. Attorney Chung has worked on the um, worked on the file. This is Deputy Attorney General Jane Young. Continues to work on that file mm -hmm. and is having pretty active dialogue with the, the city, city clerk in Lebanon with respect to making sure that this voter uh, does not double. This is Assistant Attorney General Nicholas Chong Yen. Voting the upcoming election cycle. Mm, hey, will, will, uh, will you intend to prosecute this individual? Certainly, if there is evidence of double voting, we will. I think that our track record speaks for itself. Nobody knows that better than you, right? I mean, you brought us the, the Bell case, and that was a case True. that we prosecuted. Like uh, Deputy Attorney General Young had said, we are reviewing the case. and. As we have done in the past, if the evidence supports a prosecution and the ability to move forward through our courts, we will do so. 
I'm trying, trying to understand what more evidence you could possibly need uh, other than uh, a, a, uh, the voter affidavit that has this person. Let's look at the challenged voter affidavit. This is document RSA 659-27-28-32652.14. I, Helen Ashley, do solemnly swear or affirm under penalties of voter fraud that this is really well rendered. Then I am the identi identical person whom I represent myself to be. That I am duly qualified, a duly qualified voter for this town or ward. Well, these are not filled in on the sheet. And have legal... Man, that's just really bad rendering. I have legal discipline in this area. Is what I'm going to assume it says. It's really pixelated. This is not an HD photo loadup. This right here, state general election is where they decided to run. The said Helen Ashley took and subscribed to the above to the oath above and below, named officer. That's really fine cursive, I'm sure. Looks like Ameth. Looks like Ameth. I don't know. I'm not so good with the whole cursive. Everybody writes cursive differently. Do, do, do. Note. Wow, okay, so we're going to go over this number again. Note. RSA 659-135. The Secretary of the State shall cause a letter of identity verification to be mailed by first-class mail to each voter who executed a challenge vote... who executed a challenged voter's... <clears throat> Affidavit or affidavit of religious exemption. Just wanted to read that out. Back to the main stuff. Dressed up as someone else and confession out of his own mouth. It is now September. The elections are upcoming. I believe there's a primary in the state next week and there's a presidential election. I mean, will, will does your office intend to prosecute this man prior to voting day? Like uh, Deputy Attorney General Young had said, we are reviewing the case and as we have done in the past, if the evidence supports a prosecution and the ability to move forward through our courts, we will do so. Today, the Attorney General's office finally took action and arrested Vincent Marzello and charged him with felony voter fraud just a little more than 24 hours since we raised the issue. I'm not realizing I could have just kept playing and brought that out loud. And we still have plenty of time. If you're not following the Project Veritas, I cannot recommend it enough. Now I'm going to switch over to my main headset. George Washington, the father of our country, exhibited notable manners throughout his life. Diligence in social matters was a common practice in decent society the world over. During his lifetime, at the age of 14, George Washington wrote down 110 rules under the title Rules of Civility and Decent Behavior 
in company and conversation. These rules were drawn from an English translation of a French books of maxims and were intended to polish manners, keep alive the best of affections in the heart, and impress the obligation of moral virtues, teach how to treat others in social relations, and above all, <clears throat> the practice of perfect self-control. First, every action done in company ought to be done with a sign of respect for those that are present. Second, when in company, put not your hands to any part of the body, not usually discovered. Basically, you know, don't scratch your ass in public or while you're talking to somebody. Men, don't do a little adjustment while you're talking to people. Moving on. Third, Show nothing to your friend that may affright him. I'm definitely guilty of that one. I'm on r slash cursed images nightly, and I can't wait to share with people the next day. Fourth, in the presence of others, sing not to yourself with a humming vo with humming noise, nor drum with your fingers or feet. Fifth. If you cough, sneeze, sigh, or yawn, do it not loud, but privately. And speak not in your yawning. Put your handkerchief or hand before facing and turn aside. Sixth. Sleep not when others speak. Sit not when others stand. Speak not. When you should hold your peace, walk not when others stop. Shake not the head, feet, or legs. Roll not the eyes. Lift not one eyebrow higher than the other. Wry not the mouth. And bedow no man's face in your spittle by approaching too near him when you speak. Thirteenth, kill no vermins as flea, lice, ticks, and see in the sight of others. If you see any filth or thick spittle, put your foot dexterously upon it. If it be upon the clothes, of your companions, put it off privately, and if it be upon your own clothes, return thanks to him who puts it off. Seventh, put not off your clothes in the presence of others nor go out of your chamber half-dressed. Eighth, at play and at fire, it is good manners to give place to the last comer, and affect not to speak louder than ordinary.
Ninth, spit not into the fire, nor stoop low before it, neither put your hands into the flames to warm them, nor set your feet upon the fire, especially if there's meat before it. Tenth, when you sit down, keep your feet firm and even, without putting one on the other or crossing them. Eleventh, shift not yourself in the sight of others, nor gnaw your nails. Shake not the head, feet, or legs. Roll not the eyes, lift not one eyebrow higher than the other. Wry not the mouth, and bedow no man's face with your spittle by approaching too near him when you speak. Fourteenth, turn not your back to others, especially in speaking. Jog not the table or desk on which others read or write. Lean not upon any one. Fifteenth, keep your nails clean and short. Also, your hands and teeth clean, yet without showing any great concern for them. Sixteenth, do not puff up the cheeks, lull not out the tongue, rub the hands or beard, thrust out the lips or bite them, or keep the lips too open or closed. Seventeenth, be no flatterer, neither play with any that delights not to be played with. Eighteenth, read no letters, books, or papers in company, but when there is a necessity for the doing of it, you must ask to leave. Come not near the books or writings of another so as to read them or give your opinion of them unasked. Also, look not nigh when the other is writing. Nineteenth, let your countenance be pleasant, but in serious matters somewhat grave. Twentieth, the gestures of the body must be suited to the discourse you are upon. First, reproach none of the infirmities of nature, nor delight to put them that have in mind 
thereof. 22nd. Show not yourself glad at the misfortune of another, though he were your enemy. 23rd. When you see a crime punished, you may be inwardly pleased, but always show pity to the suffering offender. That I disagree with. Alright. Fucking, I'm watching, I'm gonna watch all these Hollywood celebs get arrested and sent to prison for Epstein related stuff, and I'm supposed to be like, oh, what a shame, Robert De Niro. Oh, poor Marshall Mathers. No, no, no. I'm gonna be at the pub with a beer having a good old time. Anyway, 24th. Do not laugh too much or too loud in public. And the last one I'll read for today, 25th. Superfluous compliments and all affections of ceremony are to be avoided, yet where do they are not to be neglected. I will continue reading this. I'm going to go through all of them. I think for a little while, this may be how I either just do my podcast or end my podcast by reading this book. I'm going through a little bit of a messed up spot in my life right now, and I think this book could help me, and I hope it can help you too. It is quite late by the time I'm finishing up this recording. Almost 1 a.m. James Madison from Inside Four Walls signing off for the night. And I hope you have a very good morning. Tell all those around you who matter to you that you love them. And remember, some of the worst fears we have are exactly that. Fears in our heads. Fantasies and fantasies are not real. Anyway... You have your guys a great night.